And welcome back to Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical podcast where we talk about professional wrestling past, present, and quite possibly the future. Uh, we here in our summer motif. We got uh, palm trees and beaches and going on, Lou in the pool, just uh, making us all jealous and shit. And um, yeah, I mean, and it's apropos because we're going to talk a little bit about motherfucking SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> and other shenanigans. So, uh, amongst, yeah, amongst the other things that we, last night we was trading life stories and shit. <laughs> you know what? That was so nice compared to always talking wrestling. I love talking wrestling, but it was nice just to talk life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I have my regular podcast and it's like I've been trying to debate whether or not I want to um incorporate like wrestling into it, but then it's like, you know what, dude, there's so many other places for me to do that. That's like I just like having my regular podcast just to talk about the bullshit. Yeah. Ooh. I'm just making squares move around. Don't worry about me. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. That's what I've been doing lately because I, you know, as y'all know, I've been working all these crazy and odd ass hours and shit. So it's like it's hard for me to schedule guests with my schedule and shit and all that other crap. So I've just been doing solo episodes. I've been doing the Lou method of podcasting and whatnot, just kind of airing out what happened during the week or whatever, or what's got me hyped up or got me pissed off and whatnot and it's been all right it's been sh- shorter and more manageable episodes because i ain't running my mouth with somebody else but it's still cool yeah, yeah i think we both did that this week where we did like my my episode this week was super short and that was not done purposely i just looked like i didn't really have anything else to bring so and this week's episode i'm not really too proud of it it was like very frankensteined up and i don't know i'm probably not gonna do that same method again but yeah. Whatever. Trial by process. Mm-hmm. And I and I heard myself using my pet words again there, Nick. I was just I was sitting there, I was like, 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 right. like um uh uh like um uh, uh. <laughs> so, supposed to get that shit out, but I don't have the time to sit there and silence all those ums and uhs that I do in the podcast. I'm just like, you know what, I'm leaving this shit in. Fuck it, it's natural thought. Yeah. Sometimes I slow down my speech when I whenever I know I feel like I'm going to be doing that. I'll just be like, yeah. And then we just go to the store and, um, you know, just chilling and shit. Watching this choice people, were made. Yeah. Just watching people putting deli meats in the alcohol aisle. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to comment on that last night, too. That shit's hilarious when you fucking. Oh, I love it. That's my favorite thing he does. It's always so funny that you see the shit that people end up leaving. That, that makes no type of sense. Dijon mustard and fucking tomato juice. I think one time you had like V8 and uh, pickles or some shit in the beer aisle. And it's like, the fuck? Like, how did you come to that decision? They had three big ass gal- three big ass glass jar gallons of apple cider sitting in the motherfucking the, the beer aisle and shit. So they had I like I think it was the one yesterday you had like uh oven mitts. Yeah, they had oven mitts there and somebody left a pack of uh, a deli ham and shit. <laughs> but the, the like I was telling you the other time when somebody got the 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 choice select ham, that means they actually went to the deli. Somebody picked the ham out of the little glass display, put it on the machine, diced it up, put it in the bag, stuck a sticker on it so they can go buy it. And they went to the alcohol aisle, dropped that bitch off, and got them a six-pack and left. <laughs> <laughs> that poor worker that did that for no reason. I, that, there was one time I went down the aisle. I was kind of concerned and shit. They had, like, open bottles of sleeping pills and um, some other medicines and shit. And then, like, it was just, then there was, like, notepads and pencils just kind of, like, strolling about the aisle and junk. And I was like, whoa, hold on, man. Somebody just, just trying to leave us a note, some clues and shit. Uh, I'm going to go check down the clothing aisle and shit, make sure nobody ain't passed out in none of the racks and shit. <laughs> uh, you remember, this has like, I guess, not as dark as what you were saying in a way. But you ever see Grown Ups 2 where the bus driver's like all fucked up in the beginning and then he goes sleeps in the bed in the store? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it made me think of you just saying that. 
Well, shit. What what we'll be jumping? What we jumping on at there? All right. Well, I know we go down tangents, so we might as well attempt to start with the card and see where it goes. Um, so this is everything that's confirmed, like matches that aren't confirmed. Uh, like they haven't confirmed Riddle and Orton versus AJ and almost almost yet. That sounds like pretty promising, and you got to think something with this IC picture. But anyway. Uh, the first one they got here is McIntyre and Mahal. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty happy they're like they're doing terrible with the storyline, but I'm pretty happy that they're uh, they're at least giving them a pay per view for this. Yeah, and it's Drew they not got, in the title picture. They gotta either open the show with that or put that bitch on the pre show because I mean it's, I don't give a shit about this whole story. It's it's. For me, it's just, it's almost like filler. And I like Drew. And I yeah. even like gender. I like gender when he was the modern-day Maharaja and shit. But Maharaja. this whole thing where he's a biker and fucking Drew swinging his sword and putting his sword at people's neck like he's going to hey. fucking kill uh, uh, somebody uh, like Braveheart. Like, it don't make no sense. Freaking uh, gender on tap to be the new uh, Undertaker, man. He's going to be the Punjabi badass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If they announced him as the Punjabi badass, I don't even think I'd be mad. I'd be like, I'd be like, fuck it. They obviously had to ask Undertaker, and he obviously said yes. Because <laughs> so Undertaker probably want to laugh at him. <laughs> How cool would it be? All right, let me hear. If they keep doing this gender and the bike thing, and like on a random episode, like they do like a raw, old school raw. And Taker comes out, but like as Mark Calloway, now that like the Undertaker retired, and Jinder's like, "See, we got the Punjabi badass, the American badass," <laughs> and then like Undertaker, you, you, just, know, you like, know what? You, you know how I, I always dunk on the Undertaker or whatever, but you know what I would like to see of him? That, I mean, you know, AEW is uh, always doing shit like this, but I would like to have him on commentary, just like regular dude him on commentary, like just calling the match and shit. Same. Same, even like if you watched, we've all watched Broken Skull Sessions at least once when Stone Cold shows like the clips and he like pretty much recaps it. And it's like, why don't they put him on commentary? That can draw in tickets mm-hmm. and the people at home will be entertained all night because Stone Cold's on commentary. It really is a genius idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I'd like to see that shit. I mean, he's, when I heard him on, it was, it was weird to like, once he started, like, because I, I didn't watch the last ride thing. I didn't. I think I watched like maybe like the first episode or something. I didn't bother watching it, but watching him oh. on the podcast and hearing him talk, I know I should probably go back and watch that. But I, I haven't. Um, I, I might be watching it next year because you know, no, this this year, right? Yeah, I might be watching it. No, no, next year. I might be watching it next year because it's in Dallas, right? Yeah, and he's a Texan. So no, he's going in the Hall of Fame. It's obvious. So I mean, I might be watching the last ride next year. <laughs> Bullshit. You're watching you're watching it Saturday all the way till till Monday this weekend. No, I ain't. I got, you got my noise. I got my noise canceling earbuds. I put my fucking eye mask on and be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't make uh, me do it. <laughs> I think uh Drew's gonna win though. And I think this is gonna go on second. Because everyone makes it sound like going on second's awful. So I think it's gonna go on second, <laughs> or some, somewhere toward the middle and whatnot. I I, I believe uh, Goldberg and Lashley need to open the show. Same here, mm-hmm. same here. Because you know Roman and Cena is closing, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Who do you, who do you guys think gets it? You got to go Drew, right? It'd be cool to see Jinder win. I'd pop for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he got a whole bunch of uh, goons with him and shit. So I mean, he might. My thing. He might win. He might win due to I always thought that they, like, whenever they made the cards, I, I don't know if it was something I thought about when I was younger. I thought they always, like, lined up the matches by the titles. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they would have, like, the, the first couple matches would just be, like, whatever grudge matches are on the card. And then they'd go icy title, you know, women's title or whatever, heavyweight. And I thought they would always do that. I guess, I don't know when they got away from that yeah, shit. Yeah, they like, kind of... Yeah. They kind of used to do that. No, you're right. When I first started watching, it was like grudge matches or like the European title was first or whatever. But 
Now they make it sound like if you're not last, you want to be first. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, Chris Jericho, when he was on that thing with Stone Cold, he made it sound like being seconds, like a fucking slap in the face. So sounds like second sucks. I mean, I'm I'm just like, well, goddamn. I mean, I'm on the card. I'm getting paid, right? I mean, shit. I don't see. I don't get how. Maybe I gotta look into it more or think more. But I don't get how second sucks. The crowd's still hyped, especially if the first match was good. Mm. So I I don't know. But I'm gonna uh, go Drew. See. Yeah, and then because we also, but I also didn't think he was gonna uh, beat <laughs> Brandy Orton for the title. Get Jericho some tissues. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh hey, Jericho ass, he'd just be so damn hyping, goddamn just discombobulated when you're on commentary. You'd be like, hey, he, 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 he did the move. He did the move. Yeah. <laughs> uh the oh. next one they got here is for the United Jericho. States title. Oh, what? I said I really hope that's the last time I gotta Say hear Jericho on commentary, bro. You're a liar. <laughs> He'll be there forever. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on here for Friday. Yeah. So I, I didn't get to watch Rampage because I watched that and I probably won't watch it back to be honest. But did JR do commentary for Rampage? No. It was, you gotta uh, have you got I guess off topic, but if you know Punk's coming in, you gotta have JR on commentary for that. Right? Like you think? Possibly. Because he's so good at doing shit like that. Oh, like you're saying, oh, Punk. <laughs> I was watching I was watching the one today, the YouTube clip when Stone Cold came back. To join the WWF against the invasion. And like <laughs> JR like used to get so like erect for Stone Cold. Like he's walking, he's talking. By God, he's saying everything I moves. <laughs> and it's like, but he was so good. Mm-hmm. Like it's so good. I don't know. I just can't believe Michael Cole doing that now. That's it. Michael Colden got way better or whatever, but I don't know why people still hate on him though. <laughs> I like him, but he's no JR, obviously. Right. Me because he's always trying to like he does the same thing that JBL does, where he always tries to like have his catchphrase in during a moment or whatever, so that when they do those fucking packages, like they could use his stupid Voice. fucking yeah. catchphrase. JBL be telling motherfuckers, JBL be telling motherfuckers to kill themselves. <laughs> like, Yo, what about when Jinder Mahal won the title? And I don't know if JBL didn't know he was gonna win, or they said just overreact. But he was like, just listen to this. Jinder Mahal. He's like, if he was like, joke. He's like, hell is frozen. Pigs have flown. Jinder <laughs> Mahal is your, it's like, God damn, bro. You're taking a shit on this dude. Yeah. I've gone back and watched that a couple of times, and that was nuts. I'll say that was probably one of the last real shocking moments WWE gave us. Yeah. Motherfucker beat Randy Orton with the Coloss. I was like, what? <laughs> And I don't care. Like I think Lewis said, I was a fan of that gender. I was a yeah. big fan of Beach. And that I was honestly was bomb as fuck. Yeah, the black yeah. and then the carpet. That was dope. I was mm-hmm. honestly That's- pissed. Like, granted, AJ and Lesnar was a banger. I'm really mad we didn't get gender versus Brock. Probably wouldn't have yeah. been as good. But yeah. that would have been dope for him. I still wanted to see it. This, this has been what as the phrase has been coined, two big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> All right, so next we got uh, United States Championship match. Sheamus defending against Damian Priest. Sheamus, I'm going to fucking go, but I'm going to go Damian Priest. You got to think, new yeah, guy. The title on the line, right? Yeah, he's yeah. got a lot of momentum. Sheamus is kind of hurt with his nose anyway. Yeah, this this a, is this a, this a good spot to put some uh, gold on Priest, get him on TV more often. Yeah, he's the only yeah. one they're uh, building up really at this point. Yeah, because he got that that bad money. That's that bad money. Bad bunny swag. (laughs) He does. I like his entrance. I think his entrance is dope, and I like his moveset. He stole his name from King Cuerno in Lucha Underground. (laughs) Was he in Lucha Underground? uh, Who who now is Escobar in uh, freaking NXT. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Who do you guys got? You got Damian Priest? Yes, Damian Priest, the, the injurer of the Miz. Yeah. The uh the next one they got, and I think this has the potential to be match of the night for sure. Uh, and I think the storytelling's been very good with it because they're actually referencing the past, which they never do. Example, mm-hmm. Jinder and Drew. Edge and Seth Rollins. Yeah. And 
I want to go. I'm, I'm going Edge because he hasn't won much since he's came back besides the Rumble. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if Rollins got the win because I I guess we don't know Edge's character yet. And what I mean by character, like, is Edge, since he's going to be around for a while, like, does he not want to do the job just yet? Like, it makes sense because Edge is Edge. I'm. Based on that package that they just had and whatnot, how Rollins was just pretty much I've done everything that he's done but better. Um, I'm gonna call that in the match at some point, Rollins is gonna attempt a spear on Edge. Yeah, just because I can do one better. Yeah, because he can do it better. So Rollins is gonna attempt a spear on Edge, and it's gonna it's gonna be pretty dope because it's either gonna get countered or you're gonna hit that shit, and I'm gonna be like, ha. So who do you think? But who you got winning? Um, I don't know. It can go either way. I mean, I kind of lean more toward Edge, but um, I'm down with Rollins for the win. But yeah. I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah, a chair is just a chair. Whoever whoever wins doesn't really bother me, to be honest. Yeah. I guess I'd like to see Edge. I'm just excited to see the Edge entrance, to be honest. Yeah. Who you got, Lou? Edge or Seth Rollins? We can't hear you. Okay. I was like, is it just me? He broke it. You got water damage. You got water in the in the mic. <laughs> the, the white thing's red in the iPhone. Yeah, just just, like, just mouth it really slow. Just, yeah, just go real slow. That Seth. <laughs> edge. He's going E for Edge. Okay. There we go. You got it. You got it. Yeah, just um, you could probably log out and log back in, and it help. It probably fix it. That's what it normally do. That's what it looks like he's about to do. I think this is going to be a bang of a match. I think it's kind of cool we get to see it. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, I guess before he comes back, you know me, I do my reading. And I was going to the bathroom earlier, so that's where I do a lot of my reading. Yeah. And uh, you know one of the high, the highest spot right now they might have the rumble that I read? Fucking Missouri. <laughs> oh, uh, St. Louis? Yeah. They have the best wrestling there, I swear. Yeah, it's, it's like the wrestling mecca down there almost. If I, I'm low-key, like, tempted to get stationed back there for that reason. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I liked it. There was nothing in St. Robert, though. There was nothing there. I mean, it's the same thing. Waynesville, St. Robert's is the same shit. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing there. But, um, so next. Uh, sounds like we can. Sounds like we got him. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, there, there we... is. All right, yeah, so if you want to talk about Edge and Seth. We were just um yeah no nah, I just think I think um Edge will they don't want to beat Edge you don't want to beat him coming back because I think he lost the last match he was he had or whatever I know Roman choked his ass out so yeah I don't think you want to have Edge on a big pay per view and pinned him <laughs> then he made a shirt about it baby <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I would I would go with Edge winning that one word. Okay. Yeah, okay. What, what, what uh, next, and a lot of people think this one's in speculation because they didn't fight at the house shows this past weekend. And before I get into it, I guess now it's like official. WWE's doing a 24-7 mask mandate again and COVID test again. And like wow. these two weren't seen this weekend, so maybe there's a little scare there. But And I hope not, but it's uh, Bianca and Sasha. Yeah, yeah, something's going on with the two of them because they – this is the second appearance that they missed. Uh, yes, yeah, the second one that they missed with no explanation, no kind of like, you know, they, they haven't said anything about it. So a lot of people are speculating that they might not even have the match. Oh, God, so I'd be I don't so. Know. Yeah, that would suck. Only... That's the big ticket match there to me. Yeah. yeah. And the crazy thing is it's not like SmackDown's on Tuesdays anymore. It's on Friday. So realistically, unless WWE put something out on Twitter – we're not going to know shit till Friday. Yeah. Like, oh, Bianca and Sasha are here. Good. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm going to go. I think Sasha's going to get it back here. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it, even if she because what is Selena and Carmella like her homies now? <laughs> yeah, it's like a little squad. But I'm kind. Yeah, when I so when you when you hear it and speak it, it doesn't sound good. I don't know if you watched SmackDown Friday, but I when you visually saw it, I thought it was cool. Yeah, they was sharing a, a outfit. <laughs> one had the yeah. bottoms on, the other one had the top on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but but. If, if the match goes on, um, my picks is uh is probably gonna be Sasha. Yeah. What you got, Lou? Got Lou. I think they would have. I think I, I'm thinking they're gonna have Bianca retain and just continue the program with the group trying to um get her get her um. They're just gonna have the heel continue to chase her, and maybe lead it down to WrestleMania because Bianca already had her WrestleMania like moment and shit. So if I mean if they're gonna have her in the program all the way down to then I would think they keep the belt on her and maybe take it off of her. Then at WrestleMania that way, it's, Shit, it's a has little Sasha, Sasha ain't even won. Has she ever won at WrestleMania? I'm not no, sure. She's defeated. Yeah. Always. She lost, <laughs> lost. Yeah. But, uh, next I'm kind of looking forward to this one. The Usos versus the Mysterios, the Usos are the champs. Um, I think it's too soon for the Usos to drop it because that's going to cause like tension, I guess, in the family. And I think it's too soon to start going that way. But that could be a good way to maybe go into it in the night, like Roman's backstage, like pretty much pissed at them because they lost. Now he's got to do it all. So I don't know. It could go either way. Ray and Dominic haven't gotten really that big win in front of fans either. Yeah. I'm gonna go Mysterios. Fuck it. Nah, Usos, Usos, Usos. Usos. <laughs> no, Usos, Usos, Usos. <laughs> Usos. What you got, Lou? Yeah, I think I would. I would go with the Usos. Um, they always put on. I mean, the match itself is gonna. I'm expecting the match to be great because these guys, yeah. they seem to have a real good. Um, they seem to work really well with each other, and Dominic is getting better and better. There's still a couple things where he's, you know, he's not like totally there yet. But um, they work well with the Usos. The Usos pretty much work well with anybody. Like, I've really mm. not seen them have a bad match in a long time. Like, because they seem to have a... I mean, I love their gimmick even before the Bloodline thing when they were just doing the Uso penitentiary shit. Like, that was probably one of my favorite things on SmackDown. Mm. Um, I think they're going to retain just because... Um, Vince McMahon doesn't seem to like Rey Mysterio. <laughs> He's always either getting beat up or losing a title or losing a big match. And if you, he gets a title, it gets taken off of him like so quick. Like I've never seen Ray have like a long reign with anything. Like it's always he gets the belt. He has it for like a few weeks and then they take it right off his ass. So I would think they're just going to stick with the this uh, bloodline gimmick. Yeah. Now, now that you th- say, Lou, and I'm thinking about it, I really can't think of the Usos' rivalries from the past that weren't bangers. Like the New Day... You got to say what? That's either the best, yeah, or one of the yeah. best rivalries in tag team history. You know, mm-hmm. one of them. Then when they were feuding with Harper and Rowan, I thought that was pretty dope. When they feuded with the Wyatts, um, who else have they? They didn't. We really didn't get to see anything with them in the revival, but the match they had was good. And same with the. Uh, we still haven't seen them in the Prophets. I think that's going to be good when that happens. Oh, that would be really great. That'll be so. But yeah, dope. I can't really think of like even when the Usos did that little thing with the Dudleys, it was good too. Like I really can't think of anything they've done bad. Word. So, so we go Usos, Usos unanimous over here. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Who, who knows with these Usos? <laughs> you never know. know. Uso crazy. Yeah, and get then that, uh, get some of that Usi hot. <laughs> Um, just because I kind of want to get this one out of the way. It's no disrespect. I'm just not invested at all. The triple threat? The, yeah. <laughs> I, I'll admit, I love Nikki Cross in the aspect of she took this shit. Yeah, in the aspect. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but <laughs> I love the fact she took that risk with this character and that it's all her. It's not WWE doing it. So I give her credit because they got her a title, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but, glad she, I'm glad she took a risk with that leotard. <laughs> but besides that, I can't get behind it. Besides 
anything. Oh, I can get behind it, goddammit. <laughs> wow. I them up and knock him down. I want to. I want to see Rio win. Uh, I'm, I'm, the ship has sailed for Rio with me or whatever. It's just like she well, is it's not, not Charlotte. Yeah, she's not consistent. Yeah, fuck, I wouldn't be surprised if she did win. <laughs> Charlotte. Oh, they also quoted it on like one of the social medias on WWE that Charlotte's undefeated at SummerSlam. Well, there it is. She's four and zero. There it is. She's almost a superhero, so she don't have her fully developed powers yet. So she probably take the L. Rhea Ripley is just like, bleh. Yeah. <laughs> nah, so so nah, Queen will. Rhea's winning this match. Rhea, Rhea Ripley's winning this match because Rhea is super over. Like, have you heard the crowd when she comes out? Whether she's supposed to be a bad she guy, is. Like, we we don't even know. Like, she's a super tweener, but right now they have her basically as a face because Charlotte is basically taking over the heel role. But when she comes out, bro, the people lose their mind. Like, she's super super over. And she's been getting a lot better in the ring. She was great in NXT. I don't know what happened where they tried to change her style up and when she was on Raw. But I feel like she's gotten a lot better. And I think that they're going to put the belt back on her so that they can set up more Charlotte and Rhea further down the line. Because okay. I think this well, Nikki Ash thing, I think this experiment is like slowly coming to an end, dude. Like yeah. it's, 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 I, heard she's it's, get, I heard she's getting booed at house shows. Yeah, they need to. It's 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 not working, bro. I mean, if yeah. the kids like it, that's one thing. But she doesn't need the belt to, like, inspire the kids. She could just be a goofy ass superhero yeah. with her with her little gimmick and Spe- do the same. Speaking, now, of, speaking speaking the kids, uh, stall. Whoa! What? Whoa! <laughs> what the hell? I was speaking kids, and then uh, we lost the host. We lost them. So let me get your take then on this then. So you know how you said like it's like Nikki kind of reaches oh maybe because his daughter was getting home but um remember how he's uh how like you said it's for the kids but the big thing they fight for is the demo so do you think WWE should okay first do you think they cater more for kids or more like it's eighteen to forty nine demo so us would you say like do you think they try to cater to us more or to kids granted it, the answer is probably themselves. But who do you think they actually that's what to? I'm that's why I'm trying to figure out the wording because I don't even think they know who they're catering for. Because yeah. they put out a product that's like they have all these different things. They have 24-7 comedy, you know, they try to keep it legit with like the Charlotte and the and the Bobbies and the and the Drew McIntyres, and then they have this Nikki Ash stuff, and it's like I think they're trying to cater to like every single demographic with like different parts of their show i don't think they're directing it at one certain demo so it's kind of weird it's like they have you know comedy stuff for the kids and then they got the older stuff for the the adults and then it's i don't think they're catering to a certain um like a certain audience and i think when they do try to cater to the adults they suck at it because all they do is I said it the other day in our group chat, WWE loves saying the word bitch. They think it's like the coolest thing in the world. And then, because like, I think Sasha called think bitch. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, so Rob, uh, let me get your take quick because I asked him. So first off, do you think WWE tries? Do you think they attempt to cater the kids? Or that 18 to 49 demo, or which we kind of agreed in the way I said it, or or themselves. Man, they wishy-washy, man. They ain't nothing never consistent or whatever. I mean, they got they they have sections of the show that kind of cater to it. I think is once you get more toward the end, you know, like later hours or whatever, that's when they start getting a little raunch and whatnot. Because, you know, the kids are usually sleep unless they're kids at the show, but still. For TV purposes. And then like every six months they'll have like, well, not Brock because he hasn't been on TV for a while, but they'll bring somebody back and they'll say shit in the middle of the ring for something. And it's like, ooh, like he's a shit. Oh my God. uh, AEW do that like every week. (laughs) Yeah, but that's because (laughs) I don't give a shit. (laughs) Yeah, they're catering. They're catering to they are they're not catering to kids. They're catering and it's crazy because there's a bunch of kids. And it's crazy because there's a bunch of kids though at AEW shows. 
yeah, they're going to come and the parents are going to bring them like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're going to they're going to be there regardless because it's wrestling. So, you know, you don't really have to cater to them, but they're definitely not not catering to kids for sure. With yeah. the so like, cutters and and all that shit that they're doing. Yeah. yeah. So like my dad, we didn't he, he didn't have a lot of money personally, like when I was growing up. But his thing is he always saved money for like the once or twice a year wrestling would come to town. And like it was kind of like a golden rule, like. If WWE was there, like I could, like at the show, I could swear. <laughs> it was, but like the second the show ended, if I cursed, whatever. So when I remember being like little and like, yeah, like clutch, motherfucker, <laughs> and being like, you suck to Kurt Angle. And I'm like, I'm so cool. Because <laughs> I'm like seven years old. You know what I mean? Or like yelling, like, you fucked up. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Lou trying to submerge himself so the bird won't dive bomb him. <laughs> I got I got the Matt Riddle birds out here right now. <laughs> and that uh, so next of the two title matches, first we'll go to Bobby and Oldberg. Ouch. And then uh, well, speaking of Bobby, I know I mentioned it. I don't think any you guys have yet because we were talking late last night and then busy days. But Ouch. that that Broken Skull Sessions is really good. One thing I want to mention about it. So remember when like Taker, I think it was on the Joe Rogan podcast, got like really bad backlash for talking about how like people used to drink and have guns and all that bullshit in the locker room. Now everyone plays video games. Yeah. So Bobby literally said the same thing, but worded it a lot more professional. Yeah. He was like, you know, like, hey, because they talked about obviously his comeback. He's like, yeah, you know, like it was a whole new locker room. Like some people there where I knew from TNA, like Drew and Bobby Roode and stuff, but like. He, he mentioned how, like, the Hurt Business was supposed to be, like, the modern-day kind of, like, APA. Like, what JBL and Hardcore Holly, like, those tough bastards did. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, he's like, Steve, like, you remember back then, like, we had a dress code. Like, that's why we wore suits because it worked. He was trying to bring it back in a way. He's like, now, like, he's like, I remember, like, everyone, we used to drink at the shows and go out after the shows. He's like, you know, now everyone just kind of plays, like, video games. And I'm like, oh, no one goes out anymore. <laughs> yeah. So he worded it definitely a lot better than Taker. You know yeah. what I mean? But I was like, my man. <laughs> my man, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a whole it's a whole different thing now with like these guys like like you know, with the up, up and down, down. It's you see all these different wrestlers there and they're all like playing these tournaments and they 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 they're gamers. That's what they do. They're on Twitch, they're you know, they're yeah. using Facebook gaming and all that shit. And back yeah, in the day, it was you got to think what? How old do you think the average wrestler is on like Raw or SmackDown? Like in their 30s. Yeah, like 30, they, 32. Low th like, low yeah, I'd say early 30s. Yeah. So like we grew up, I'm 28, so I'd say I'm kind of close. You know, like you, we all three of us here play video games. Like yeah. we just grew up with it. Undertaker and Bobby Lashley probably just didn't. Yeah, I, I, I can't recall a moment of my life to where there was, was not some kind of electronics presence. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, so it's like little those older cats, like the Macho Mans and the Steamboats and all that shit. All they used to do is like bang ring rats and drink and do coke and all that shit. Like there yeah, was that's no all they had to do. Yeah, there was no like social media or video games to play, so they would just like get hammered and and like party and shit. So you know, now it's it's different. You know, these guys are not doing that type of shit. Yeah, as much. But it's funny. I thought it was funny how Bobby like referenced it. He's like, so like, no one goes out after the shows, and it's funny because I don't know. I follow MVP on social media, and when their hurt business was like big, like the four of them, conveniently every Monday night, like after Raw, the four of them were at like a restaurant, like probably drinking or whatever. And it's like, well, Bobby and MVP and probably Shelton, like, hey Cedric, you ain't got a fucking choice, bitch. We going out. <laughs> Because they're all three of them are from the old group. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Two, I hope Bobby. Way older than him, than him, huh? Shelton is. Well, I mean, uh, Cedric is. Well, got to be what? Hello. Get that shirt from. I don't know how old Cedric yeah, is. To be honest, he's, he's definitely he's super younger than they are. So. <laughs> you got any homework? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what? Get it. Uh, yeah, he was a good group. He was a good fit. I'll be there in a little bit. You know, I'm not going to ruin any of this, the things. It's a really good episode. I would say it's a really good one to watch. Uh, I don't want to say maybe tomorrow. Like yeah, anything crazy else about it. But um, 
I just like that because I, it's like Bobby's a dude that like I don't really know that much about, so it's definitely something I want to watch. That's what was cool about it. With Undertaker, it's weird because it's like I don't like I don't like this selfie taking like Mark Calloway. Like I, it's See, you, now now you sound like them old bastards in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, but it's true though. It's like I, I've all these years of the Undertaker and the mystery, and now he's out like taking selfies and. Hey, you know, Excuse with me. tigers and his you, you know, there's, there's only this one mystery. Evolution. Only, evolution is a mystery. <laughs> well, you know what it is with Taker? And he, because I don't know, like, do you think you get paid to do all these podcasts and shit? Or he's just like, yeah. yeah. Because sure. He went, he literally went from the gimmick to that, like overnight. There was nothing in between. Because right after the WrestleMania match with AJ, all the last on, ride stuff on, happened. Then all the podcast. I mean, there, there was somewhat of a transition, however, because remember, I, I famously bring it up that damn this motherfucker was dressed in full Undertaker garb at a Cleveland Cavaliers game, taking pictures. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then he was on what Jimmy Kimball or Conan or whatever Tombstone in a turkey and shit, and you know, yeah. so yeah, he, he was making the transition. But everything changed when that motherfucker tried to go to StarCast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tried to go to StarCast and Vince said, nah, bitch, 15 nah, years. Nah, motherfucker. Go. Go. He's I'm like, curious how much he makes a year from that contract. 15 years? Mm. I bet you it's probably in the millions. When Enough did he to- sign that? 2019? Yeah. Yeah. 15-year contract in 2019? So what the fuck? He's Jesus Christ. That's a long time, He's, dude, for that old man. And it's crazy, too, it's crazy, too, because that's going to take him past, like, 65. So he, he already has – not that he probably already did it, but he's literally done. Like, he has a retirement. Like, he good now. Yeah. So I don't blame him for signing it. Like, Rob yeah, says, I mean, that's he might cool. not like the guy, but he provided. I mean, towards the end there, he's probably just going to be, you know, getting pushed around in a wheelchair making appearances. And shit. I mean, I hope not, but at that point, 60s, you know – after what he put his body through, he's probably going to be. That's the only thing. How hurt. do you, bring, how do you bring him back? Because at that Survivor you, Series, they you made know. Him you yeah, know. But, <laughs> yeah, but come on, you know no, they're gone. No, no, yeah, but you don't. The only but time he need to come back is when he go across that stage and get that uh, freaking ring, and then he gone yeah. by the business. Now does he? Now does he get inducted into the Hall of Fame in like an all black suit, or does he come out in the, the gear? It would be kind of weird. Don't act, don't be, act like yeah, it'd be kind of weird to not see him in the gear. But I mean, eh. nah, he's got to wear a suit, bro. He can't yeah. come out in full Undertaker garb, and that that would be fucking weird, bro. I mean, after but all, after but, all, the pop, but once again, this motherfucker was in full Undertaker gear at the goddamn Cavaliers game. Cavaliers so. game. Ah, <laughs> ah, I tell, I say one thing, one thing. They're doing another one of them sweet Saudi money shows. Is oh, he gonna show up there? No, I mean, I if he know. did, I think if he did, no, because they don't even do meet and greets over there. No, I just don't think he'll go. I yeah. just don't. I I think if anything, I want. I, you can't even say Goldberg because Goldberg's contract is only two matches a year. Yeah, man, you'll make an exception for that sweet money, man. Yeah, look at HBK. We'll give you, we'll give you fucking seven hundred thousand dollars just to take. Yeah, this at this point, there. at this point, because you can't. If Triple H fights, like it's not really a comeback because, like, yeah, he hasn't doesn't wrestle a lot, but it's Triple H still. He's not been gone long. The only person they can really, I guess, Edge. They can bring Edge, even though, I, but he's a, the only person they can legit bring back for that show is Goldberg. Everyone else is done, done. Is like Edge will go, but he's like on the roster now. That's another print. thing. One. That's another problem <laughs> WWE has. Who else do they have left that they can like bring back? They have nobody. Casino won't go. There's nobody. Cena, yeah. they have Cena, which he's back right now. No, I mean, I, don't, I mean, like in general, you know how. Oh, WWE, yeah, all they got is Cena and Goldberg. Yeah, WWE is always known for like the Royal Rumble. Some guy makes a big comeback. We haven't seen him in forever. All they have left is The Rock, Cena, and 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 Goldberg. That's it. And they I'm have nobody. Sure Everybody the, else is gone. I'm pretty sure The Rock was pretty set on retirement with Cena, but you know, if anything, he's got two more. I could see him maybe doing like a tag match. With against Roman, kind of like we did it with with Cena against the Miz and Truth, like something like that, and then the final match against Roman. But after I Roman, honestly, The Rock's done. I honestly think The Rock is 
done. Like, I think he's done wrestling. I think he's got think so he, much I, shit I, going on. He's got yeah. so much shit going on with shows and movies and productions. And, and the XFL. He's got the XFL going. I, I really think that he's done. Like, I think he could show up just to, like, you know, cut a promo. You know, like he did with Rusev back in the day. He showed up and did that promo on Rusev, threw a couple punches or whatever. Maybe he can do that. But to have an actual match. Yeah. I'll say that I don't, I don't, I don't think, think the Rock that. will. I don't think the Rock's ever gonna go away. Like you have a better chance, in my opinion, of Taker fully going away than Rock, because the Rock's character allows him to do things like that, and he's not older. But do you see the Rock playing at any role, like in his daughter's career? Oh yeah, hell yeah! I'm sure he's politicking the shit out of it right now. Because she's been signed for like a year now, but she's young. So I don't even see her being on NXT probably for at least another year. Yeah, I think that she's basically learning how to wrestle right now. Yeah. I yeah. think that's basically what she's doing. Like, I, think I, think she went was, him, I, I think she went up to him and was like, Daddy, I, I think I want to wrestle. <laughs> and he was like, all right, well, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll start getting you ready for it. And he probably had her like, he, I'm sure he has like a ring somewhere in one of his mansions and shit. So she was probably, you know, running the ropes and shit like that, little stuff. And now she's like training with actual trainers and like learning how to actually wrestle. The Rock probably got a ring in his closet. <laughs> the plane. I know his closet. Do you do you think she's one of them that's like? I think it's awesome. Fourth generation, like she's gonna like you know she does have not big shoes to fill, but a big name. You know, obviously it's The Rock, kind of like Charlotte with Rick. But it's like, do you think she's one of them that's always? That's going to be safe with a job. I mean, I, I, she, it, she, I mean, I don't know too much about her or whatever, but it's just like she seemed the type to like, you know, she's just trying it out, seeing if she like it, and she, I don't think she's going to stick with it. She might find. I think so. I think she, I think she's about it. I don't think she wants to do have anything to do with the Rock. In like that aspect, huh? like I want to do it on my own. Oh. I mean, again, I don't, I don't know really anything about her, uh, so I can't really speak to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, think, I hope I she just, does her, good though. Man, you I seen Eddie Guerrero, daughter? Her career right now, I don't think The Rock is gonna have her go in there. One thing I think is that I'm pretty sure he's not gonna have her go in there and half-ass it. Like that's why I think like she's not on TV. They're not talking about her because she's probably training her ass off right now, so that she can be like in you know good ring shape when she starts in NXT or whatever. But um, again, I don't really know much about her, so I don't know her like if she's gonna stay with it or not. If she wants to act or if she's got other shit going, I really don't know. Yeah, because that's the thing. That girl's got so many doors open for her, you know. And it, I hate when people that like, go, oh, they got things handed to them, like kind of what Rick and Charlie. Like, yeah, like is it a little easier? Randy Orton said it. They, like, yeah, they, it's a little easier. It's easier. Yeah. But like their parents fucking grinded for that, you know. But it's almost, but it's almost harder. Because you have to live up to fucking like like Charlotte has to live up to like Ric Flair's name. Yeah. Like Ric Flair was trending. Bro, Rick first Ric Flair's been trending for 24 straight hours. He was trending since he fucking showed up in AAA all the way through today. Like he's still that, a big that, fucking nuts. deal. Like people people still love fucking Ric Flair. So that's like a big deal. Like she has to she has to and and honestly, I think that she has. She's definitely performed. Like she's I think she's fucking awesome. So you know, The Rock's daughter, which whatever her name is, I don't even know her name. Uh, it's it's big shoes to fill, man. She's got to, she's, she does have to, like, it, it's easier for her to get in, but it's going to be, like, hard to live up to the, the name and shit. Like, she's yeah. got to really show out. Like, look at, uh, what's his name? Ted DiBiase's kid. Where's he yeah. now? Where yeah, he didn't is, last long. They even, they even brought back the million dollar title to that dude. Bro, they tried everything with that guy. They put him with Heyman. They tried to put him in Legacy. They tried. They gave him the million dollar belt. None of that shit worked. They even put him in a movie. He was in the Marine too. Yep. Yeah. They put him in comedy shit, and then the comedy shit didn't even work. So it was like, dude, what do we do with this guy? Like he's the DiBiase posse. <laughs> Nothing's working. But, but yeah. So who do you? I guess back to what you guys got Goldberg or you got Bobby. Bobby. We went down a big I I I hope Bobby, man. I fucking Bobby and Bobby in a squash. 
Bobby in a I complete hope. squash match. If Goldberg wins, yeah, it's gonna be. Like, I'm gonna react like Rob did with Kofi. Like, I'm gonna tell you right now. If Goldberg wins, I'm turning that shit off. I'm not even gonna watch the fucking. Main I'm just event. gonna Fuck stare it. at. I'm just gonna stare at the entrance ramp waiting for Biggie. I'm just okay. gonna. I'm gonna grab my fucking remote and I'm gonna close that fucking app and I'm gonna go right to Call of Duty, bro. I'm not even gonna watch the main event. Fuck it, because it's like yeah. it, you're not respecting me enough to earn the rest of my ratings, dude. I'm the, turning the, the only shit way off. that I, the only way that I accept a Goldberg win if Biggie cash in on him. That's the only way I accept it. Same here. Same here. Hey, at least on Saturday. So what if Kofi? What if I mean? What if Big E pulls a fucking Seth Rollins and does a triple threat match? I think that shit would be super. Even dope. that, even that, because I think that would be, be super dope. Because you can get the title off Bobby without no, in, uh, no, no, no. You get big meaty man slapping meat. <laughs> yeah, you can have your big meaty man slapping meat shit. You can have a like. You can have a thing where you know. uh Bobby gets speared by Goldberg a few times. He rolls out of the ring. Big E comes in and cashes in money in the bank to make it a triple threat. Then you can have your Goldberg, Big E stare down. They can, have, they can do a couple, you know, they can have a little exchange or whatever. And then Bobby gets back in the mix. And then, you know, you figure the ending out where basically, you know, Goldberg is going to get pinned by Big E. And yeah. that would be yeah. the way I'd take the title off of Bobby if they're yeah. going to do it. You, you know how wack it would be if Big E had a failed cash in? Can you imagine... I'd, I'd be so upset. Can you imagine the pop if Biggie's music hits in the middle of that fucking match and he runs in to fucking make it a triple threat, bro? That building would have fucking not, not explode, even bro. not even the middle, not even the middle. Just like um, they yeah. already in the, they already in the ring and they like having they stare down before they lock up or whatever. Then Biggie just like, hey, I want I want in on this. <laughs> the only thing I would love, and I think it would make the place go even crazier. But obviously, Biggie changed his music, which I like because I like Wale. But imagine if they were just in the middle of the match, or Goldberg just won, and all you hear is "Oh, the place yeah. is going." Sick. Goldberg, don't yeah. you dare be sour! I'm cashing in, and you' about to feel the power. <laughs> but how not? I think that would go way over than anything. Yeah, yeah, but you can't. Yeah, so. the, th- the problem with that is that you cannot have Goldberg beat Bobby, bro. You just, you just can't do that, bro. You can't have Bobby go through this whole shit and then lose to fucking Goldberg, bro. Dude from the Florida pool. He rhymed. Um, then the main event, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, the universal champion, the head of the table, the man. The myth. From the Fast and Furious franchise. Absolutely. Versus the other man in the Fast and Furious franchise, the 16-time world champion, John Cena. You got. I, I think we're all unanimous on Roman, right? Yeah, I am. I, I mean, could uh, see. I could see them could having see winning, Cena beat. I, I could still see it with Roman. Yeah. Honestly, I could see it. I don't want it, but I could actually see them deciding to go. You know what? We're gonna have John take the belt. He's going to have it for a little bit, and then we'll give it back to Roman at WrestleMania. Like, I, I could see them doing that dumb shit. They shouldn't, but I could see it. The oh, only it, reason can the only am- reason I would be cool with it is because I'm there. Yeah. And, you know, oh, can no, you, yeah. Could you imagine John Cena uh, walking around uh, in the Peacemaker outfit with the belt? <laughs> it kind of matches. The blue kind of matches. Acknowledge you can't see him. <laughs> he's never been universal champion, right? Like he's nope. never had he's never been universal champion. Nope. So this would be an accolade plus number oh, seventeen. No. Oh, don't worry, Dan. Just, I'm gonna Dan, I'm gonna be oh, acknowledging. Oh, oh, you know, we we already know that WWE is historically petty. Ric Flair just showed up in another promotion after he got released. They're gonna put the belt on Cena. So that's the that's the C. See, like I could picture it, like that. They're oh, all petty like oh, that. Oh, fuck him! Fuck him! Give it to Cena. <laughs> Here's what we're like, gonna do, pal. Yeah, Flair, especially if Flair makes a appearance on Rampage or fucking Dynamite this week, I'm gonna. I will not be surprised if Cena walks out of there with that title. But I don't know. I I think Roman's got enough pull to be like, listen, motherfucker. And I think Cena wouldn't do it either. Can you go away? I really hope they do some kind of like eight shenanigans. 
eight-man, six-man match for the IC title. I really want to see Shinsuke come out with Rick. Boom. Is there is there even an IC title match set up for the fucking show? No. Wow. Shinsuke just won on Friday. I don't there's there's not even tag team matches announced, right? Yeah, no. The uh just so just the Uso. So the two yeah. two matches are speculated that aren't confirmed. The one that seems like it's gonna get confirmed tonight though is probably AJ and Omas versus Orin and Riddle. Mm-hmm. Then there's like, cause with the te- with the IC title, like, could you realistically just do like Biggie, Sammy, Shinsuke, KO, and like fucking Apollo and someone else, and like a ladder match? That's what I want. I want to see a ladder match. Yeah, but they yeah, just you, had money. You can in the talk day. about it forever, so it may, you might get your wish. Just huh. because you want it. Just because you want it, not not in nobody else, but you. Just you. You okay? If they announce a six man ladder match, you wouldn't be happy. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> You'd be happy. You'd smile. I just want to. I just want to see Pat McAfee jamming out to fucking Shinsuke's theme. Yeah, he'd be wilding. Did you yeah. hear what? He, did you hear what he said on his podcast? No. He said so. He was interviewing someone. He's like, "Yeah, aren't you like a champion over there?" Like the guy goes talking to him. He's like, "Oh yeah, on Friday, me, uh, Rick Boogs, and Shinsuke Nakamura won the Intercontinental Title." <laughs> and he's just sitting there talking. I, think I don't funny, care. Pat McAfee, I think, got Shinsuke over more than Rick did. The the funniest thing that he's done since he's been on the commentary team is when he was teabagging Michael Cole. <laughs> you just I don't know. The, I don't know. On his head and shit. He was doing like the Halo teabag. I was like, come on. I don't bro. know. The pedicure with Big E was pretty funny. That was the funniest shit ever when he fucking was doing the air guitar and he was like, punching Michael Cole on the top of the head and shit as he was doing the air guitar. Like, that was fucking hilarious, dude. Michael Cole liked that shit, though. He's like, this is fun. Yeah, Michael Cole... Well, he, heard what Mike, he, had Michael Cole, he had Michael Cole on his podcast. And Michael Cole's like, thank yeah. you. Like, you're making me, one, relevant again, and two, like, I'm having a lot of fun again. Yeah. Oh, Pat's hysterical, I think. I think he's great on commentary. Bum-ass Baron Corbin. <laughs> 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 the way he says it is great. I don't get how like if there's someone out there who doesn't like Pat McAfee, you're not a wrestling fan. Cause I, I don't think they script him. I really think he says what he wants. No. Oh yeah, yeah, he bugs he just bugs out. Like he was did you see when he uh what was it? Kevin Owens jumped off the top of that ladder on top of the um the announce table like two yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah. And this motherfucker was just like jumping up and down. He was jumping up and down like a fan. He was like standing on the side, and he was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" He yeah, was just, if you, like, if up you watch, if you watch SmackDown, he stands up a lot in general. Yeah. So yeah, like, if you ever you go like to a SmackDown down. show, don't sit behind the announce table because Pat McAfee is going to block your view. Yeah, I think he stands primarily stands up. At least he did when he first started. He wasn't sitting. Yeah, I, I I don't know if they're trying to teach him like to sit in a fucked up way. Or if not, but that's how you know he's into it. Yeah. But it's not like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's like that concept, but like, I never understood why like, I'm Michael Cole. Here's my little iPad, but they're right there. But they stare at the screen. Yeah, they're staring at the screen. I don't get that either. Like even Pat McAfee. I mean, McAfee, I mean they got, they got notes. Pat McAfee stands up and looks down at the screen. Well, I know. I mean, they got their notes and shit there too. So, I mean, they're probably reading, you know, stuff. <laughs> I guess. I've always wanted to do commentary. I think it'd be so much fun. Yeah. So how many actual matches are, are like on the card? So what's announced, you got one. Yeah. All right. One. Yeah. I mean, I can see Glenn, Glenn saying that Pat McAfee is this generation's Bobby Heaton. Yeah. Three, four, five, six, seven. Eight matches are announced as of right now. Nothing pre-show related. I mean, that's that's an, that's more than enough. Yeah, that's more than enough. I just um, them not having an icy title match is fucking weird. And then they're gonna fuck around and put them on the pre-show. Give what they're probably. That's gonna what do I was just gonna say. Him, if anything's the pre-show, it's gonna be. They're the gonna IC give him tag. a rematch with Apollo and put that shit on the pre-show. That's yeah. probably the, exactly the, what the fuck the, gonna do. The women's tag title. Where them bitches at? Oh, where the <laughs> women? Natalia is her. Yeah. Remember. Oh yeah, Natalia oh. hurt. I forget. Natalia Just put Tamina in there against two people. She's she's fine. Yeah. I thought I thought I like how they always like sometimes with like I guess monster 
dark characters. They try to make everyone scared. They never make Tamina like scared of anything. Like when she walked out for Money in the Bank and was like looking at Alexa Bliss like you fucking weirdo and just like yeah yeah. She's no like, shame. Oh, one, thing, one thing we uh we didn't really touch on is are we gonna see Becky Lynch on SummerSlam? I don't probably think so. Monday. Probably on Raw yeah. Monday. Yeah. And I'll be pissed because that's here in San Diego and I'm not going. Why not? Because we're waking up balls early so you can go to the airport. Then I got to drive four hours back. And you'll be home before the show start. <laughs> Stop. Stop being I'm a- trying to tell myself I can't go. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I didn't want to go to SummerSlam. And look at me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but SummerSlam is different than Raw. I didn't want to go to WrestleMania, but look at this. Look at what happened. Nick. Is the biggest go your punk the ass to Raw. Go to Raw. <laughs> the only good return they could have. You is can get in for free. Go to Raw. I'm not go. How you get, get in, in for, free? for free? Go to Raw. Military goes to all military shows free get in free. besides pay per view. What? Yeah, you yeah. just show your ID. And wow. then, you sweet talk, then you sweet talk the lady at the ticket booth so she doesn't put you in the last row of the place. They put you a little closer. Yeah, <laughs> they, they won't put you at the top where you, where you can see in the parking lot from the top of the building. <laughs> you have to pay for that. <laughs> you might as well go. You get, you get in free. You, you'll even get back home in enough time to take a little nap and shower and go to the show. So just go your take your ass down to the show. It's free, and you'll get to see some cool nope. shit. Nope. Like Shannon Sharp does. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's going to be a good show overall. As long as it's not fucking whatever. It's going to be. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a bad card. I mean, again, I don't really care about the Drew and Jinder match, but I do want to see Matt. I love Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle yeah. is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's the I'm only just, match yeah. I don't care. I'm, I'm just there for the shenanigans. And then I'm going to go to a casino and I'm going to put $100 on black on the roulette table. And then I'm going to walk away and see what happens. <laughs> But are you actually gonna walk away? No, because I don't want to look and see what happened. That's why I was just be like, "Oh no!" So I'll tell you this. <laughs> so from my experience, because I always say a hundred on black. Mm-hmm. So like, if I'm at the casino and I'm up big, I'll do it just for shits and gigs. And I long story short, I've never won. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm just doing it for shits and gigs. Yeah, I never win. Anytime I put big on black, I lose. But I'm always like, "Fuck it, hundred on black," and <laughs> I lose. And then I'm upset. I mean, but I'm black, so it might work in my favor. And then Wesley Snipes told me I always bet on black, so I got to do it. bet on black. So Maybe I'll put 100 down with you on black. We'll do it together. Very that well. is that is probably top five, one of the cheesiest fucking movie lines I've ever fucking heard in my life. The funniest thing I've ever seen Wesley Snipes do in a movie, except for Demolition Man. Like I, I, I'm excluding it from this uh this this conversation. Uh uh, it's a great movie yeah yeah i'm not saying it's bad but like the funniest uh drop zone when she dropped him out of the uh plane and shit and then when he got on the ground she's like hey bad he punched in the fucking mouth <laughs> knocked that girl smooth the fuck out <laughs> it was a grown-ass lady got knocked out by a grown-ass man and that shit was hilarious <laughs> i like him in uh major league that's yeah. pretty funny in that willie mays hayes Willie Mays Hayes, and he always wants to hit home runs. Mm-hmm. He was good in the. I mean, the movie itself was kind of fucking dumb, but he was good in that movie, The Fan with uh, De Niro. Yeah, he was like the baseball dude. That was a fucking weird movie. That's one of those movies that you can't believe is like real. Can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> I got to sneeze. De Niro rules. De Niro's great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> COVID. No, not, salute. No. I. I just finally watched um, the what's that one the the, the what, Irishman the or whatever where he's the comedian uh, the King of Comedy. I just ended up I just watched that like recently, like six months ago for the Wait, first like, time. Entertainer and uh, Bernie Mac and all them. No, no, no. It's <laughs> King of Comedy with Robert yeah. De Niro, not the King. I haven't of seen comedy. that. Yeah, that's a fucking okay. great movie, dude. It's it's the Joker is loosely like based on that movie so um well they, they take inspiration from it and you can tell when you watch both you fucking um, get what you deserve blow fuck man that's a fucking that's a great movie man that's a movie the hell out of me. joker the joker i still haven't seen that i oh, i just man. i just seen it recently 
Yeah, and I, I got own the motherfucker. <laughs> I went mail to the theaters to see that shit. Let me get it. Just mail it to me. No. Um, Over, overnight it. Uh, and um, I'll bring it Saturday. Uh, if you go to um, Raw, I, I'll mail it to you. <laughs> I'm not going to Raw. Anyway, on that note, we're going to wind it down right here or whatever. Uh, before we go, do we have any closing thoughts, any closing words? CM Punk on Friday. Word? Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. I don't know if we got time to talk if we think. Oh, no. Uh, we, we can probably jump on something later, but I got to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, Punk on Friday. I'm just yeah. excited to see CM Punk on Friday, or if not, Daniel Bryan, one of the two. I'm just excited yeah. to see one of them two show up. And yeah. I really want to know what Bray Wyatt is up to. He's posting some cryptic shit with yeah. masks. He done shaved his face and shit. Face, yeah. Yeah. It's, I really want to know what his plans are. If he's going to come out as Wyndham Rotunda, the clan of Wyndham, the house of Rotunda. I don't know what he's up to, but he's up to something. Yeah, he's a Rotund man as well. Yeah, that he is. <laughs> Nick, ben, Nick, I got nothing. All about JoJo. Yeah. JoJo. Mm, balls deep in that oh, Anyway. Right. Anyway. Have mercy. Uh, you can find us on various social media platforms. Uh, shout them out for your for your everything podcast and whatnots. Everything podcast. Every Friday, I'm trying to drop episodes for you guys. If you guys are interested in hearing some real life shit. Of a 43-year-old man coming to coming of age at the ripe old age of 43, then the Everything Podcast is for you. Because that all that's all I seem to be fucking talking about lately. Word. Uh follow the name. Follow Nick, the Anna- name. <laughs> Nick Anaselli. I mean, he he don't do shit else but this whenever we do it. So yeah. And then uh you can follow me on uh Twitter at 3R Show. And uh you can find all the shenanigans on random rob. Dot com. So, uh, on behalf of myself, Nick Anaselli, and Lou from the BX, we bid you a fond adieu, and we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.